You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, it's the last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, what up, what up, Real Coach JB here, man, on another uh, Slap Dick Podcast, I know I haven't been here in a few days, so uh, I'm gonna get right into it, um, give you guys a few cool little show man i haven't done in a while so um i had to get it in before i get fired on my day off um so hopefully everybody can see me i'm on youtube live you guys follow me on youtube check it out uh when you guys listen today i also do my coaching one-on-one show every tuesday thursday saturday quote of the day man to have the courage confidence self-belief and self determination to go out there and work it all out until you find the opportunities you want in life. Hope you guys know what that means. That's the definition of hustle. To have the courage, confidence, self-belief, and self-determination to go out there and work it out until you find the opportunities you want in life. I'm sitting here talking to Adam Rice on YouTube. He said he's over here laying asphalt and concrete. Because he has to do what he has to do to do what he wants to do. He wants to coach. So you got to make ends meet and do shit that you don't really want to do um, per se. But you got to do it. Right? So definition of hustle, man. Go out there and get that shit. Keep going until you find the right opportunity. Um, Appreciate everybody showing up, man. Uh, lots to discuss. First, I'm going to pay the bills. Uh, this show is brought to you by Manscaped. 2020 has been a year of things happening that are completely out of our control, but there is one thing you can control, and that's shaving your balls. Our sponsors at Manscaped are here to remind you to do so. Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Look, man, I told you they just sent me the little nose and ear clipper deal, man. It's pretty sweet. Um, go check it out. I know uh, my main man, Chris Pugh, that comes on our us and them show on Wednesdays. He's bought everything from Manscaped, so he swears by it. So go check it out. Use my promo code SLAPDICK and get 20% off plus free shipping um, at manscaped.com. That's 20% off of free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code SLAPDICK. It's time to grab 2020 by the horns and shave that front trunk. Take your grooming game to the next level. Go get you some SLAPDICK and some Manscaped. You can sip on slapdick whiskey and shave your man parts all at the same time. Now, if that don't, if that ain't no slapdick situation, then I don't know what is. Welcome, Albert Lopez. What's going on? Um, anyway, I appreciate everybody showing up to the slapdick podcast here, and uh, on this fine Wednesday, Hump Day. Got to get over the hump. So look, the title of this show is a different world, man, and I'm going to talk about why it's a different world. Um, probably than everybody in this room grew up in. But um, first of all, let me talk about some, let's get to the hot topics of the day. Um, Maradona, man, the soccer legend, died today at 60 years old. I think he was battling some health issues. He was just in the hospital. He got out. They thought he was okay, and he died today. Adding to the fucked up 2020 uh you know, continuing the 2020 uh, fucking onslaught. Uh, Nick Saban, uh, Nick Saban test positive again. Um, so I don't know, man. You know, I read a lot deeper into shit than a lot of people, man. So, you know, I, I doubt he wants to miss the Auburn game. So people are saying, well, he's just. He's missing this game because they're trying to cover up because the last time they made him, pl- they let him play and coach uh, after he got it. Shut up. He didn't want to miss Auburn game. Okay. But um, I, I don't know, man. This thing's all so fucked up, man. Um, I'm, I'm over guessing it. I'm over fucking judging it. Uh, I just hope the player's safe and, and go from there. Um, Lakers free agency was off the chain, I think. I think this is LeBron's best team. 
um, that he's been on. Um, I think it's LeBron's best team by far. Uh, people starting to say, well, who's Bosh? Who's Wade? Well, who's AD? Uh, I think AD is as good as both of those guys combined, and you just put yourself around some shooters, and uh, you'll be fine. You know, if Kuzma ever dropped his nuts, um, shit, he could be a little more prolific than anyone they had. They got Ray Allen late, but he was just another guy that's, he was an older wingman shooter that was a uh, journeyman at that point. So he made a big, huge shot that won him a championship. Um, but that's what those guys do. The Derek Fishers, the Robert Ories, the Ray Allens. Um, so I think it's the Lakers' deepest team. That or I, I'm sorry, I think it's LeBron's deepest team um, that he's been on. And I still think they can make another move and trade Kuzma if they wanted to and get something else. Or um, after the trade deadline, we'll see. Um, we'll see what happens. Man, Joe Burrow blew his knee out in two different ways, right? MCAL, MCL, ACL. And uh, I'm going to get into the whole issue with him because I've I'm, I'm been combating these uh, different deals um, online about these people talking about literally there's been tabloids reporting the coaches at the Bengals fucked Joe Burrow by letting him play with a horrible old line and a lack of offensive talent around him. So let me ask everybody, what, was the, what were they supposed to do? I'm confused here. We are in a different world now, man. We are a completely different world, and uh, it's really fucking getting to be uh, sad and fucking just like I'm over the whole fucking deal, man. So, it's the coach's fault. It's this and it's that that he blew his knee out. See, I don't remember people bitching and moaning to fire Jimmy Johnson when they went 1-15 um, in the Cowboys and, and, and Troy Aikman was fucking, had like 12 concussions because they had no O-line and no, and no talent. I don't remember that. I don't remember Troy Aikman bitching and moaning. I don't remember Dan Marino's O-line who used to give up fucking 30 sacks um, Bitching and moaning about firing down Shula. I don't remember Steve Young getting 20 concussions and bitching and moaning about the O-line at the, at the Niners and having to replace um, Joe Montana. So, like, are we? am I missing something here? These are major fucking news outlets that are saying these things. What am I missing? Did Joe Burrow not sign up to play football? Like, I'm confused. So, shut the fuck up. Suck it up. He got paid. He plays a game that's a big boy game that you can get hurt in. So, I'm I'm really confused on how these people really report this shit, man. And then people run and use it, and they'll see it on Twitter, and they'll automatically believe it's right. Let me, let, let me be honest. So, some fucking baller alert. Have you guys heard of baller alert? It's some, it's some website or, or something, right? <clears throat> fucking baller alert post that the country is basically out of toilet paper. And we're fucked again. And it's this, this, and this. So, I've been out shopping the last few days for Thanksgiving, etc., and everything's full of toilet paper. Fucking full of toilet paper everywhere around me right now. Right now. Now, I do remember when it first started, the COVID and, and, and the toilet paper thing happened, right? But every store I've been to where I live, and I'm in California, the most populous state in the country, right? It's, there's toilet paper everywhere. So... I am confused as to why we are so quick to read a tabloid or a tweet and instantly retweet it with a comment saying, yeah, it's fucked up. You guys don't have no, you don't have no sense. Now I can't get toilet paper. But you lazy ass couldn't go for yourself 
and see that Walmart has toilet paper, that Target has toilet paper, that your local store has toilet paper. When did this part become, when did, when did we start doing this? Because I'm confused. Um, go find out for your fucking self, man. We're the most lazy fucking instant gratification enabled country I've ever been seen, ever seen in the last 20 years. And it's getting worse and worse and worse. And now we shouldn't play professional sports because of an injury or because we don't have the talent around us. And it's the coach's fault. This is coming from major tabloids, major outlets saying these things. You're crippling the fucking future generations of society. Just telling you, you fucking idiots are crippling the fucking youth. And you're putting these false narratives in their fucking thinking cap because you want to say it's okay. And so guess what's happening now? Now I'm getting blown up by people saying, Coach, Trevor Lawrence should just go back to college because he's going to get what happened to Burrow. He's going to happen with the Jets. No, he shouldn't, bro. See, that's the difference between me growing up in the inner city and cats growing up with money. Cats were growing up with money. Oh, yeah, we can go back to college. Motherfuckers growing up where I grew up can't go back to college. We're going to play. Not only are we going to play because we need the money for our families and whoever or whatever else situation we're in. We're going to play because we had nuts and we want to play. We like being the underdog. We want to go out there and fucking do what someone else said we could not do. My favorite quote, right? But now it's the coach's fault that the cat got hurt? Come on, man. So now Trevor Lawrence shouldn't enter the draft because there's a shitty team that he can possibly play for? What fucking part of the game is this? When did we become the softest fucking country in the world? telling you it happened like 20 years ago but i try to keep trying to tell you guys oh man trevor lawrence needs to come out of fucking college and go to the nfl period so does justin fields it doesn't matter where they go it's the fucking nfl it's our dream as kids growing up that if we played this game it is our dream to play in the nfl we didn't give a fuck who drafted us I understand now you guys watch this fucking ESPN and then cats going on D1 and putting on 20 hats and I'm going to commit to Florida State. Nope, now I'm going to commit to Tennessee. It started a cycle 20 years ago. And now you got dudes saying we're not going to go to the NFL because I don't want to play for a shitty team. Man. We got this game all fucked up. The world is fucking a different one. And, uh, we're just keep enabling it, man. I don't know. I don't get it. <clears throat> um, unbelievable, man. So we're, we, we don't play the game that pays us now, and, and we get to pick and choose. Oh, fucking unbelievable. Um, oh, fuck, man. So the, the NCAA um, rankings came out, college football rankings came out yesterday or whatever. Let me ask them. So there's an, there's an NCAA committee that picks the bowl games and the BCS playoffs, okay? It's funny that NCAA has a committee, which, which 90% of them have not a fucking clue about anything that goes on in football. And there's not a possibility that they watch the games. There is no possible way that these fucks watch the games. It is a mockery, and it's a slap in all these kids' faces. Again, I told you kids that were playing this year, you controlled the fucking narrative. You had the mic last. You fucked it up. You chose to play instead of get some fucking things done that you could have did with your voice during a pandemic year. Now you're playing in a fucking maybe the most hysterical football season of all time. It's a J, it's JV game. It's a fucking, we're playing JV, man. 
Some teams have played one game. Some have played three. Some have played ten. And we have a committee ranking game teams. You cannot tell me that the committee watches football games to rank BYU as low as they rank them. There's just no way that anybody on that committee understands football and rank those games like they should have been ranked. Those teams, I'm sorry. So we have a committee to pick BCS bowl games and playoffs, but not a commissioner who can deal with COVID. So you're telling me that this ain't a slap in every fucking person out there's face. And it's a slap in every kid that's playing's face. But again, we didn't control the narrative, man. We didn't control the narrative, man. Um, so kids fucked this up, uh, my opinion. I think the coaches are even in, in, enabled it even worse. Um, so, you know. But look, so Nico McElrath, he's on YouTube. He says, but BYU's not playing anyone. Um, they literally have zero ranked wins. So this is the thing, though. See, <clears throat> You got to understand, that's my further, you're proving my point, Nico, that the committee does not watch the games and they don't know anything about real college football because it doesn't matter who they're playing. This is the thing about it. BYU didn't choose to play this schedule. They had the number one hardest schedule in America when before COVID. You guys understand that, right, Nico? Have you seen BYU's schedule before COVID? This is a post-COVID schedule for BYU, just so you're clear. Remember, BYU don't back down from shit. They play everybody just because they're independent, number one. Number two, the head coach is a real good friend of mine, and I promise you he did not turn down any games. There's more to it, okay? Um, especially the, the rumors that they turned Washington down this weekend or whatever and all this other shit. Playing Washington is not going to help BYU, bro. Washington's played one game. How is it going to help BYU? Because they're in the Pac-12? The pac 12s not getting any BCS votes anyway. So where's your rationale on that? So this is my thing. We have a committee to pick a BCS playoff who don't know anything but don't have a clue how to control a COVID pandemic, and we have the Big 10 doing its own thing, the Pac-12 doing its own thing, the ACC doing its own thing. It's a slap in the fucking face, and there's no, you cannot give me a reason there is no commissioner other than money and dollars, which, which is the root of all evil, as we know, and follow the bag, follow the money, and you'll see why we are in a situation that we're in, um, not only in the country, but in college football. So no commissioner, but we have a committee. Um, we have a committee that picks a fucking, remember, remember fucking Condoleezza Rice is on the committee or whoever the fuck it is? Like, give me a fucking break, man. That's like Kanye West running for president. Give me a fucking break. It's a mockery. We're a joke. And we have a committee that picks playoffs. And in a pandemic year when you can add teams and experiment and let these cats who came out and risked their lives for you, NCAA, to play, to get you guys some fucking money, you can't even allow more teams in the playoff. And you're going to have the same fucking teams. You're going to have a team that possibly plays six games in the playoffs, like an Ohio State or fucking something. Because they're running out of makeup game dates, just so we're clear. We're running out of makeup game dates. So you're in the fucking beginning of December here next week. You don't have any more dates to make up. So what's going to happen with Utah? What's going to happen with fucking Utah looks horrible, by the way. I have no fucking clue what they're doing on offense. Um, what are you going to do with these teams? So if Oregon and SC goes undefeated and they play whatever, six games or whatever, what is going to happen? They're not getting a vote anyway. 
you possibly might have three SEC teams in this thing. Don't be shocked if you have Alabama, Clemson, because they'll beat Notre Dame on the rebound. So Clemson will get in as the two. And something happens with Ohio State, you're going to end up having A&M and Florida in this bitch. Or if something happens to Clemson and Notre Dame, you're going to have Ohio State in there and A&M in Florida, possibly. So, just telling you, man. Remember, Alabama has to play Florida and Auburn. Uh, Florida is their best, uh, you know, their their biggest challenge left, I believe. But we can't get a commissioner to deal with COVID and get everybody on the same accord and figure this thing out. But we can have a committee who knows nothing about football and can't watch games. So back to my point, Nico, BYU, it doesn't matter who they're playing. If you know football and you watch football and you see what they're doing up front in their quarterback play, they can play with anybody in America, in my true humble opinion. I think BYU can control the line of scrimmage. Their quarterback is the X factor, and they are older and more mature than everybody else in the game. I've been telling you guys this. BYU can play with anybody in the country because of their O-line and their QB, period. And their defense is good enough because they're older and they have an issue. Nico, that's like saying, are we supposed to not play? Are we not supposed to beat the teams on our schedule? So what are they supposed to do? Be- lose, Nico? Are they supposed to lose to those teams? <laughs> yeah, there is an alternative. You can lose to those teams like a lot of people do. Remember Michigan lost to fucking Appalachian State? Were they supposed to lose to an FCS school? Bro, you make no sense. BYU plays who's on their schedule. We're in a pandemic year. That doesn't mean that if you watch football that you don't realize how good their O-line is. So if you break it down and do the comparative analysis like everybody's doing, watch BYU play Houston, okay? Watch Cincinnati play Houston, okay? Why Cincinnati ranks 7th? Look at those two games. Very similar scores, very similar control game. I think Cincinnati and BYU are very similar teams. BYU's O-line is much better. The quarterback's better, in my opinion, and I believe that if you really watch football and know football, BYU is as good as anyone. So, yeah, they're supposed to do that to those teams. That's They're supposed to do that to whoever's on their schedule, bro. What do you mean? No, we're supposed to lose. <laughs> I, I mean, that doesn't make sense. But anyway, uh, it's a joke. It's a true joke. Um It's a true joke on how they seeded BYU. It doesn't matter if BYU plays Cincinnati, bro. BYU's ranked too low. They're never going to get in. That's why they had the chance to, to get them in during a pandemic year. Just let me ask you this. Why are we not doing it more? Because let's talk about the teams that were not supposed to beat these teams and who have actually won. The Boise States of the of the... Of the uh, of the world, who beat Oklahoma, the 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 Central Floridas, who beat the fuck out of Auburn. We've had multiple teams, the Utahs, Urban Meyer, Utah. We've had these teams beat these Power Five teams in bowl games, fellas. It's not like it can't happen. So. If it's never happened, then I get you. But I'd put dollars to dimes that BYU would beat a lot of fucking teams in this tournament. I'm just telling you. That's just me knowing football and me knowing the fucking who has the what and the it factors. And there's a lot of shit that goes into this. And I believe their their maturity, the coaching, the coach's edge that he has, the kids have bought in. And Kalani's done a great job. 
And uh, playing Washington gives BYU absolutely nothing. It does nothing for them. So we'll see. Um, I don't know. But anyway, man, um, it's a it's a fucked up deal. So we'll see what happens. Um, who knows, man? I, I don't care. I want to see the best teams play in a tournament that have a shot. Um, so who knows? Um, so we'll see, man. We'll see. But anyway, it's a different world. We got no commissioner. We got a committee that don't know shit. And there you go. So uh, I'm going to take some questions now, man. Um, let's see. Fozzy Nazi, what's up? I'll call you a bitch. I don't need to call myself one. Um, but I, I give you a hundred if uh, you come see me and call me a bitch. <laughs> you bitch. Um. So look, where 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 are we at here? Um. I'm going to get to Cerebral Thoughts. He said, let's talk about a new topic, JB. Why is Lamar Jackson? Thanks for running my podcast, uh, homie. But anyway, I'm going to answer your question. Let's talk about a new topic. Lamar Jackson being held back by his coaches. Greg Roman is trash coach. He's doing the same system he did with Kaepernick. So first of all, Cerebral Thoughts. I appreciate your question and all that stuff. But before I get into it, I need to know what is your background. So you play. Did you play? Did you play at a high level? Did you play in the league? Um, give me something to, to, to talk to you about so I know your expertise level on this deal. Um, two are getting benched. I I didn't watch the game, bro. I, to be honest, I don't know. I don't know what happened. So, um, you played DN at Washington. All right, and then what happened? Did you go on or what? Yeah, that's this is a scheduled podcast. It's not a it's not a Q and A, but but I'm not I'm not opposed to helping answer some questions because I'm done. So my, my basic shit's done. So, um, so now we're just shooting the shit. I'm all down. I'm down to talk to Cerebral Thoughts for joining in. I appreciate you. So I'm I got all kind of shit to talk about about this whole situation, but I don't hope you could handle the truth and. Uh, Take it for what it is, because I got no issue saying the truth and what the truth is. Um, let's see. So, look, I'm going to go back to your question, all right? So, look, since I played the position at the fucking NFL level, and I got three quarterbacks playing at the NFL level and 20-plus other players playing in the NFL level and know a lot of coaches and been around it a long time. Um, first questions first, all right? Why is Lamar Jackson being held back? Please explain how he's being held back. Until you coach, cerebral thoughts, I don't know if you've ever coached, all right? I'm assuming not for making that comment, though. Because uh, when you coach, you have to understand something. You're the goat of the hero. You, you're going to get fired. Um, you're going to get fired if you don't get performing players to play for you. Okay? If they don't buy into you. If they are limited on what they can do. 
Greg Roman, I'm not a huge fan, but at the same time, he's an NFL OC. He's been doing it a long time. He's not bad, okay? The and you're you're right with the whole Kaepernick and Lamar thing, but you're right for the wrong reasons. You're thinking it the wrong way. They were both very limited in what they could do. That's why Greg Roman is limited in how he calls offense, just so we're clear. You may not agree, but the bottom line is, if you think Lamar Jackson can do everything that the top echelon quarterbacks can do, you're mistaken, brother. Just like Kaepernick. You can't run the football from the quarterback position and run around all day and think you're doing some great shit when there's guys wide open in the end zone that you missed the fucking read on. So talking to you as a coach, talking to you as someone that has guys in the league that played at that level and know the, what the meetings are like and understand what it really is. He's holding him back because he can't play very good. <laughs> Lamar Jackson can't throw the football, bro. I mean, am I missing something? Am I missing something that they're predictable, bro, because Lamar Jackson can't throw to anybody other than the tight end that's right in front of his face. He has no vertical wideout threats besides Hollywood Brown, okay? We're, I understand that. So when Devontae Adams was out with Green Bay, what did Aaron Rodgers do, bro? Vante Scantling became a fucking all-pro. Vante Scatling didn't make Aaron Rodgers an all-pro. Aaron Rodgers made him an all-pro. Who the fuck is Lamar Jackson making an all-pro? Cerebro, we can agree to disagree, brother. Lamar Jackson cannot throw the football at an NFL level, okay? I'm just going to be honest with you. His platform is very bad. His mechanics are horrible. He has a release that is hard to catch the football coming from a receiver standpoint. So his release is a fucking below his platform. His delivery's down here. The ball comes out at a different trajectory. So guess what? It's almost like catching a lefty's ball. Lamar Jackson cannot throw the football consistently. There's a reason for him calling the plays like they're doing. They are predictable, but guess what? Defensive players are in the NFL are getting paid a lot of money, too. They break down film, too. Ray Lewis used to call out everybody's offense. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Players win games. Coaches lose them, okay? Lamar Jackson has lost games the last three weeks. They ran for 300 yards on the Pittsburgh Steelers. <laughs> Why do you think that is? So, you know, just understand there's a reason. And I'm just telling you from a coaching standpoint. Now, getting into the black and white situation, that's a different deal in some sense. But at the same time, you know, it's, I take it back to the high school and the college coach. We're taking black kids for granted. We're using them as athletes. We're not teaching them the fundamentals. And they're going to the NFL on straight athleticism without knowing the true game in a finite detail, and they're not being coached mechanically, fundamentally, at the, at the level that they are, uh, at, that the white kid is. This is why. The white kid comes into it having not the same athleticism, more money. Let's keep it real, right? They got more money for whatever reason, come up with a more affluent household. They can afford camp, seven on seven, all this shit. And guess what they do? They're trained by a million people, okay, at a young age. And they're, they're coached on platform and their technique and, their, and how to read coverage. And this is this and this and this. And they, their parents hire these big-time people to, hire, to, to coach them up. Lamar Jackson's out in the hood running around, 
fucking making dudes miss, having fun, worried about mama and daddy at the house or whoever trying to get a fucking meal and trying not to get smoked every night on the way home. Different landscape, different demographic, different dynamic. And if you want to really bring into the whole thing into the picture, I've always talked about this being the reason. And not only are black kids coached differently, the white kids are now being coached differently as well. And coaches just are not coaching anymore at the college level and especially not at the high school level as far as key as as, as, as far as fundamentals, okay? We're not coaching the kids fundamentals and everything's in the shotgun. Everything's to go fast. Everything's this and that. We're not coaching the kid how to get under center, which not, which still is a big majority in the NFL. We're not teaching how to progressively read coverage. We're not teaching leverage throws, anticipatory throws and windows. We're not teaching any of those things no more because it's fast, fast, fast. Let's go fast. Let's play fast. Stay in the shotgun. We have failed our quarterbacks, period. And I don't give a fuck what color you are. But the black and white colored quarterback deal is a f- simple fact that what I said. I mean, I believe it's out of athletic. Black kids are getting the stereotype that they're the athletic kid. And they're going to make my team win now because nobody can tackle them. They're going to be a freaking nature out here. And we're going to put him at Q because he's our best athlete, right? How many times have we seen this? And then he's going to freak it. We're going to win a game or two, a title or two. And then we've set this kid up for failure because he's going to go to college now. And guess what's going to happen? A, they're going to switch him to receiver. B, they're going to have a quarterback that's never been coached or trained properly in the fundamentals or the technical aspect of the game. And then he's going to dominate at Louisville like Lamar did. And I've been telling people for five years, ask anyone you know that know me, the same I said with Vince Young, the same I said with fucking um, Robert Griffin, RG3, the same I've said with a lot of folks. I would have loved, I've coached guys like that, by the way. I would have loved to coach them in college. I would never coach them in the NFL. And it's not their fault. That's the cold part. It's not their fault. And so, just so you know, there's all these fucking quarterbacks out there, these trainer gurus that are the most, it's a meat market, and these kids are the pieces of meat, like I've always said, and there's these quarterback gurus out there that are so fucking shitty, stealing money from the parents because nobody's doing research, and we don't have any independent thinkers out there, so everybody goes off a tweet. There's the, wor- the worst quarterback coaches in the world are out there coaching these kids, man, as these guru trainers. They're fucking unbelievably slapdicks. And it blows my mind that parents are paying them money. And it's just a meat market, man. It's a joke and uh, unbelievable. Kyler Murray, man, I'm just telling you, you know, he's going to have to figure it out too because I don't see him doing this for many years. You know, I'm just telling you. He can't see over the line of scrimmage. Um. You know, he can't run around in the NFL for long, man. Number one, you're the highest paid player. So they're not going to pay you the Patrick Mahomes money if you can't throw on time and in anticipatory windows and make fucking throws that are going to save you from getting hit. NFL quarterbacks, great ones, make throws with a guy barreling down their face before they get hit so that they can play the next down. Ask Dak Prescott. Ask these guys. That's not a Burrow. Burrow wasn't Burrow's fault. It wasn't Dak's fault. But again, you can argue, did Dak miss a read? Because if you watch the play, there's a guy wide open, right? The receiver fucked him. And etc. 
See, cerebral of thoughts. Listen. So what? Everybody has an arm, bro. That's high school. That's youth football talk. He has an arm. We all had arms. It don't mean shit. I, I started over a dude. I had a big time arm, right? I had a dude behind me that had a bigger arm than me. But he couldn't read coverage. He couldn't make a fucking throw. And he wanted to take off and run. And that's the issue. It doesn't matter how big your arm is and how great of a ball you can throw. You know who the best quarterback throwing the football of, of our lives are? None of you guys know because you've never seen it in person and you don't know enough NFL guys that will tell you who it is. I'm just telling you, there's a guy out there that didn't play very much, okay, who's better than everybody and anyone you've ever seen throw a football. But when the game started, the lights were too big and he couldn't fucking play. When pads came on, he couldn't play. Seven on seven, he was the best quarterback of all time. His name is Tony Banks, okay? Played for the Ravens for a while, played for the Rams for a while. He's a California Juco guy, played at Michigan State. There's nobody that could throw a football like Tony Banks, in my opinion, ever to walk. But when the game came on, lights were too big, too bright, and he was a deer in headlights. No, Randall couldn't fuck with Tony Banks, brother. Um, so anyway, that's what I'm saying. Um, so I'm saying Watson might be the better quarterback out of LJ and Kyle, Cam, Trash, Wilson is king. Um, I, I don't know, man. You know, it's too early to judge Kyle, Mur Kyle, uh, this Murray kid. It's too early, just like it is Burrow, just like it is all these other guys. It's too early to judge these guys. Let them build their resume. That's why I'm saying, man, why are we so quick to work? Why are we so in a rush? Why are we such in a rush to to get these dudes anointed or or or, or called shitty? Like, let's let these motherfuckers play. Let them play, man. Let them get graded out. You know what I mean? Here, I got something perfect for you guys right now. All right, you guys got me in. I'm gonna show you guys something. Cerebral thoughts, I'm going to show you something, all right? Hold on. I'm going to pull something up. Lucky I have this. I don't know if I'll get kicked off YouTube for it or not. But lucky I'm the only cat at the house with this. Capabilities. It's good to know, folks. All right, so I'm going to show you some shit that you're going to be like, damn. So, you know, I'm not just talking, all right? All right. You guys see this, Cerebral Thoughts? Who's that, bro? That's Lamar Jackson, my man. And this is NFL film. And I got my remote. And nobody in America has this film. So, so you're clear. All right? So this is last year. Um, I want you to watch Lamar Jackson played games versus some other teams. And watch the box. Okay. How many guys are in the box right now, Cerebral Thoughts? Eight motherfuckers. Now, I understand they're in a condensed formation. There's eight dudes in the box, okay? Just so we're clear, Russell Wilson, Tom Brady, Mahomes, they run this formation too, okay? So, nah, it's not for, it's 20 personnel, brother. <laughs> They're in 20, man. Uh, those are two receivers. There's a receiver left. So they're in 20 personnel. Um, so just so we're clear, there's eight guys in the box. Have you ever seen eight guys in the box versus fucking Mahomes or Brady? They're telling you they're not scared of Lamar Jackson to throw the football, bro. There's a reason, all right? So I'm just wanting to make sure you're clear. 
Look at the safeties. They're rolling down, brother. They don't care. He can't beat them throwing the football. See? He don't know what to do. He's indecisive with the football. He's indecisive with the football. So, he doesn't know what to do. Now, listen. This play, you can argue that, okay, he can't stick that slant, that little glance dig in behind coverage right there, but we'll watch the end zone and let's see. Let's see if he can get the ball behind 51 on time, okay? Let's see. Can he get the ball behind 51? Oh, fuck. You're telling me, bro, that this football shouldn't be thrown right here? Right fucking now? That's the difference between an NFL big-time quarterback and someone that just talks. The ball should have been thrown on time. There's nobody around him, bro. I don't want to boast. I don't want to tell you about QB stuff, but I'm just telling you, for a guy that plays the position at a highest level, guys that coach it, he ain't even fucking looking at the cue. He don't give a shit about the cue. The ball should have been thrown on time. Now he's sacked. You see the difference? So there's a difference in this business, in this game, and we're so quick to call it black or white. He's black, so he's getting treated different. He might be, bro. He might be getting treated different, but it comes from way before he got to the NFL. Okay? Let's make no mistake. And the second thing is, a square is a square and a circle is a circle, man. We got to call shit what we call it. We got we to gotta call what it is. It's not that he's not going through his read, bro. He, has the, he doesn't have the capabilities of throwing the football on time because of his platform is so bad. His mechanics are so bad. So understand, look at another loaded box. Bro, everybody on their fucking team is in the box. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Bro, you don't see eight guys in the box against Tom Brady or fucking Russell Wilson or fucking Mahomes? So I'm trying to show you on a slapdick podcast. I wasn't going to get into football, but... I wanted to make sure we're clear. This ain't a race thing. It could be a race thing when they're young. But, you know, this is what you have to do with Lamar Jackson. Get the ball out quick to the perimeter so he doesn't have to read a lot. I'm not saying Lamar Jackson's dumb. I'm just telling you he's never been trained from the, from, from the, from the small when he was a youth to high school to college. So... He needs to get the ball out here in the perimeter, right? He don't want to throw around these bad guys. He's too much for him to read out. And they're trying to make sure they're in a run-heavy offense, man. They're not in spread fucking 10 personnel the whole game like Tom Brady is, right? So you got to make sure that we're understanding it's, it's a simple deal. Now, we're in 10 personnel. We're in straight trio, right? See, that's that could happen for him. Why? Why? Let's look at the whole thing. Why can this happen for him? It's an RPO off the DN. They're reading the DN. It's, it's, a, it's an option play. So he has the option to take off and run here. A lot of people don't know. See, you get these Dan Orlowski's and these guys on ESPN who think this is a play action. No, they're not blocking the fucking DN for a reason, bro. So guess what? If he crashes, he can pull the football. If he likes this, for what we call free access, he can throw this little out, out, out route right here. I've been running this play for a long time. So... Just telling you, look at that. So you see, he, he the DN's kind of just sitting there. So fuck it, he'll throw it. But he could, he should have gave the football. To be honest, he should have gave the football. You see, the O line's running run plays, right? You understand the O line's blocking for the run game, right? So you understand this is what it is. It's a double option football play. He could, or it's triple option. I call it. He can run. He can give the football to the back. He can give the football here based on what this guy does. If he crashes, Lamar can pull the football and now option this guy to throw this. All right? But if you look, 
Lamar probably made the wrong read again. Because why? If Miles Garrett bats this football down, he again makes a bad decision. Look at the running back run through the line of scrimmage untouched. <laughs> Look at this running back, bro. Look at this. Block, 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 block. The running back is doing that. Because he can't make decisions. It's not about color. It ain't about shit else. It's about the bottom line is you don't understand. A lot of people don't understand that, you know, look, this football should have been handed. Look at that. You're you're giving the DN a chance to you're giving the DNs a chance to make this play here. So it's cool, man. Cerebral, it's all good. We all talk about shit that we don't really, you know, know about so fast. There's so many of us out there, but you know, shit, bro. You played football, you see it now, now you get it. And now you're you're the one saying, fuck. You know, I'm either wrong or right, or I'm gonna admit it, or I'm gonna say I'm not. Again, what do you see here? So this is a different play, all right? Just so we want to know, I want you to understand something. I'm going to tell you what it is. We're making a lock call here. We're locking the DN now compared to the last play. He is reading that linebacker right there, just so we're clear. So he is so quick. There's an old adage, be quick, don't hurry, all right? It's a great quarterback terminology. Be quick, don't hurry. So I'm gonna go back to the. I'm gonna go to the end to the end zone. I told you guys we're making a lock call now. We're gonna we're gonna block out. We're gonna read. We're gonna block this guy. We're gonna double this to that. We're gonna lock that and lock this. Okay. There's my read key right there. I haven't even seen this football play, and I haven't seen this film. I'm just telling you. I know because I run this offense. So we're going to see him read. 51 okay and i'm gonna tell you if you slow down the read if you slow down be quick don't hurry i'm telling you the read should have been to hand the football to ingram right here but he's not let's watch 51 look at ingram look at ingram the reason is lamar jackson has not been coached well enough in my opinion because what he should be doing is riding this front foot right here into the line of scrimmage more. Guess what that would do? It would have him either bite harder, right? Because now we're into the line of scrimmage more. See? He ain't in the line of scrimmage enough. He hasn't sold him enough. Now, if he rides his ass two more steps into the line of scrimmage, he might commit, and now you pull it, and guess what? But he didn't. Look at his feet. First of all, he's cutting the back off, number one. Number two, he. everyone knows if we're teaching the coach, I would be teaching my linebackers, read the cue's feet. If they're lateral, that's a sprinting position. He's ready to run. He's not riding him into the line of scrimmage. He ain't really waiting this out. So if he waited it out, he would have handed the ball off to fucking him. Look at this. <laughs> Now guess what? He already sees him. Now it's a instead of a touchdown, you're having your best highest paid player on the field run for 3. He ran just so we're clear, let me I'll, I'll end it on this. I'll, I'll end this. Okay, I'm going to make sure you guys clear. This is what your 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 highest paid player who's supposed to win championships is doing right now, okay? I'm just going to be clear with you. You just had this guy run 45 fucking yards to gain two yards. So you understand. Do you understand that? He just exerted the most energy possible <laughs> to gain two fucking football yards. When you wonder why. They get paid to stay right there and throw the football to a guy wide open and save your energy and you make $200 million, bro. 
So I just want to make sure that you're clear on this whole situation. You know what I mean? It ain't nothing personal, man. It's only business. And there again, we got an eight-man loaded box, and we got fucking three guys to stop pass. Where do you see this in the NFL? Where do you see this, bro? (laughs) Only when you play this guy. It's a fucked up stereotype. It's a fucked up world we live in. But it is a true world we live in. That's what you get. Because he can't make football throws, bro. So this is, again, what you get. You get an RPO ride and dive series play that he has to throw what's safe for him, which is what? Let's get linebackers to commit on the run game. Let's get them to commit on the run and throw tight ends behind him. That's what he can do. But see, if it was me coaching this motherfucker, I'm telling him we call this right here free access. All right? You know what that means? Free access means there's no alley player. This is the closest player to stop slant over here. Who stops this right now, bro? Why are you telling me that an NFL quarterback that makes this much money, why the fuck? Because I can go out there right now and make that throw. Why can't we take advantage of simple things like this at the NFL level? Answers your question, cerebral thoughts. Answers your question on why he is limited with his play calling. Because he can't do a simple free access throw. We have to ride and glide everything to get linebackers to commit so we can throw line we can throw tight ends over the middle. <laughs> or, or or simple receivers over the middle. So and and if you look, let's 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 just watch this. Horrible mechanics. That foot right there? Why is his fucking pointed foot that way? It should be right here, bro. You throw receivers open. That means you throw where they're going, not where they were. Watch the football. The football should be thrown right there. All right? The football's thrown behind him. It allows him to catch up. If this ball's thrown out here, he catches it and he runs. That's the difference. Why does he have to stop? You see that? He stops. This ball should be here, not back shoulder. Throw him open. Look at this, bro. There's all it's all green. Why are we throwing it near him? So just understand that's what it is. I'm not saying he's wrong here. This is probably the right read. It's number one in the progression. Boom, throw it. But Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, those type of guys, just so we're clear, they throw this, bro, for a touchdown. <laughs> I'm just gonna be honest with you, okay? So there's the difference in Lamar Jackson and upper echelon guys. So I'm just don't I'm just showing that out there. And um, his foot is horrible. His mechanics are horrible. And it's just that's just what it is, man. I mean, there's nothing, you know, same formation now. Um, that's same play. Sorry. So we're in a different format. Let me get to the next play. So we're in a uh, we're in 11 personnel. Little motion play, same deal. Ride and pop. So listen, we're trying to force things in here. <laughs> so look, just this will be the last play I go through. We're riding. We're we're in another ride series play here. All right. We're trying to get linebackers to commit, all right? This should be your number one read for the back in the flat to this fucking bench route, all right? He's supposed to be clearing it out. I think this receiver fucks him and fucked up and cloudy this up. But you have to take leverage throws when they're available in the NFL. That means you have to throw what is available so you can throw that later. Okay, you may not like the results by throwing this, but that is number one because this fucking guy turned his back to the cover. He turned his back to the queue, fellas. He's back is turned. Let it develop a little longer and take this throw. Let him turn up. 
Now we're forcing a ball in between a fucking alley backer and a corner sitting here waiting to blow you up. And we'll see the end zone. Look at that. You're telling me a quarterback in the NFL. Bro, he's almost falling forward. He's almost falling when he throws this football. He's so mechanically fucked. Like, come on, man. So, I mean, let's take this throw. Let's throw this right here first. Let's throw that, bro. Hey, I'm just telling you, man. I don't want to get into this whole thing, but... Um, this is what it is, man. This is why he's limited. You know, this is what the deal is. I mean, I could break this down for forever, but you know, again, he's sacked. Um, let's go through, I'll go through one last play, man, for you. This is really easy football. Um, first of all, they they tried just so we're clear they're in 10 personnel bro in the NFL 10 personnel meaning they're in 2 by 2 personnel formation right they have no safeties bro well these are the safeties but they're in straight cover zero he has him locked 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 they're saying beat me with your arm lamar cuz you ain't beating me with your feet why now this can go to coaching okay this guy right here is a free runner we can't protect him all right the running back has to take one of these guys the o-line has five he has six right so this guy right here the seventh man is a free runner they can't block him that is lamar jackson's guy meaning he has to beat this guy with his arm so they have to have some type of side adjust slant. But to me, I would have called an out route. We would have ran an out breaking cut because this guy is 10 yards off. So let's run him on an outbreaker. Let's fade him off, run the corner off. Let's get him the ball right now and out here in the flat and make it easy on Lamar. That's something that I would have done and created, right? But look. And, and by the way, they should have protected this. Um, the Browns fucked with him in protection by faking some shit up. But it doesn't have anything to do with the free access on either side. Right now, Lamar Jackson has to know this guy is unblockable. I have to throw this ball right now to him. Look at this space, bro. Look at this space out here. Look at the space. We have to make decisions like that. This one, he has him manned up. He's locked. Look at this space. The ball has to come out now, hot, quick, and he's just not capable of doing it for a, a bunch of different reasons. And, uh, you know, I hate to break it down. I love Lamar Jackson as a human. My buddy recruited him to Louisville and coached him. He's now at the University of Florida. Uh, I won't say no names, but I know all about it. And uh, I'm just telling you, it's not, it's not anyone's fault. Um, you know what? My whole thing is get paid while you can, man, because it ain't going to last very long. And he's not going to play very long in this league at this position. I'm just telling you. So, hate to be the bear of bad news, man. But hey, I've 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 came uh, I've, I've I've overran my coverage on this one, brother. I'm I'm way deep into this. We're hour and seven minutes in a slap big podcast. But hey, um, maybe I'll do this on my coaching show on Saturday uh, again, which I have planned anyway. But um, we're going to get into into it. But hey, man, uh, appreciate you. Uh, and, uh, hey, we'll get into it, man, and uh, figure it out. But I appreciate you guys coming on, man, the show. And uh, this was Slap Dick Podcast. It turned into Coaching 101 and Slap Dick Podcast. So, hey, is what it is, man. Um, but I appreciate you guys for coming in. Hey, man, happy Thanksgiving to you guys. Be safe. And uh, there will be no Ravens-Steelers game tomorrow, just so you know. They canceled that motherfucker. Um, so... They postponed that game just now, just so you found out. So, um, not like I broke news or anything, but it is what it is. Hey, I appreciate you guys, man. Be safe out there. Happy Turkey Day. Peace. 
Hope to say my Hey, real quick, you guys want to if you guys want to uh come on the us and them show later tonight, um email me. We're gonna have some good shit tonight, um, as we drink and smoke a stick. So check it out. Um yeah, I just sent my email, uh, Cerebral, right there. So hit me up. Um, am I going to apply the Georgia military job or the Southwest Community College job? I didn't even know they're open, but now I won't. I won't apply. But they can reach out to me. But I'm not going to apply. Can you imagine me at Georgia military, bro? They can't handle me at Georgia military, even though they say they're military. They ain't gonna fuck. They can't handle me at no Georgia military. Uh, no offense, but it is what it is. Um. But I tell you this, JC, I'll win at that motherfucker right now. Hey, I appreciate you guys. Peace. Hope this ain't my last chance. Give me another guy. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. It's the last chance for you. Last chance for me.